Welcome to the Woke Blokes Podcast, hosted by Nick Sutherland from MindFit and Ryan Hassan from the Center for Healing. Let's get into today's episode. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Woke Blokes Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Hassan. I've given Nico the flick today. Um, not really. He's in bloody Fiji. He keeps posting pictures on Instagram and Facebook and everything. It looks amazing. Um, so while Nick is away, I will do some breath work. And I'm here with Siobhan from the Breathwork Shed and she's just taking me through a session here at the centre and um, I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, How great. are you, Siobhan? Yeah, great, great. Yeah. I'm so uh, I'm excited to be on here. <laughs> yeah, and no, I'm excited to have you. Uh, you are the partner of Tom yes. from MindMate Counseling, who yes. has been on the podcast a few shows back, and yeah. um, me and Tom were chatting, and he goes, "You got to do some breath work with Siobhan," and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm down. I'm He's down like for sure." He's like my biggest fan. Like he tells well, so many people, and obviously because he does counseling, he knows how like good it is for your mental health. So. Yeah. Well, after that session, I don't blame him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'll be telling people as well. Yeah. And it's like, how do you explain it? I had someone yesterday saying, I've been raving about it to everyone and they think I'm a weirdo because I can't explain it. It's really hard to explain. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Well, I'm going to do my best of explaining. And I think um, you were saying to me before, like everybody, every session is different. Yeah. You don't know what's going to come up. So all I can do is explain sort of what happened in my session. Yeah, absolutely. It's but, very um, unique. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I had done a little uh, breath work before, but nothing with um, a facilitator. Mm-hmm. So someone sort of trained to guide me through the process. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'd done um, Wim Hof's online course. Like this was maybe four, four and a half years ago and um, got into that. And, you know, I still use those techniques. Not every day. They're kind yeah. of a tool that I pick up and put yeah. down. Yeah. Like, you know, I might... You know, instead of a 10 or 15 minute meditation in the morning, I might for a month or two, I'm just going to Wim Hof it for the next couple of months, you know, or or if I feel like I'm getting a little bit crook, you know, I'll do that. And Mm -hmm. so it's kind of a tool to pick up and put down, but haven't sort of had a facilitated session uh, like that, which was a very different experience. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, it was a lot deeper. Yes. uh, For me. Yeah. um, In that process. So, yeah. So you came in here. Um, tell everyone sort of how we how we set this thing up. You had me laying on the ground. Yeah, so just lying down um, on the ground. So everyone always grabs a cushion to put under their head. I'm like, no cushion under the head. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you just make sure you're really comfortable. Um, like be on a carpet or a rug. Set yourself up so you just can fully relax. That's the whole point. So you can just like go deep into it. Um, and then set up the music. It's all done to music. And people are often surprised by the music I pick. Like it's up to date stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then yeah, just set an intention. It was a bit of a mixture though. There was a couple of oh, yeah. uh, shamanistic. Yeah, um, I put them at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought the whole thing would be that, and I'm like, oh, this is a bit of a mixture. Yeah. So most people come in thinking it's going to be real like meditation music, and then it's like. Florence and the Machine. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> um, just got to keep people on their toes with that. Um, yeah, so set the intention. I show you the breath, and then we, we just get straight into it because the the breath does the work, really. Yeah, and it yeah. does. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's so interesting because even though it was the same breath, I'm mm-hmm. sure I'm sure I probably varied a bit, you know, depending on what was coming up for me. But mm-hmm. it's the same kind of breath the whole time. But yeah. for me, it really did feel like a journey. Like yeah. I felt like there was sort of four or five different places that it went yeah, uh, cool. in the time. And, you know, we were doing it for, what, like 40 minutes or something, yeah, but it felt yeah. to me like five minutes. Yeah, everyone classic. says that. <laughs> like, was that like two minutes? <laughs> yeah, it's when you get in the um, 
those brain waves start to slow down. Yes. You start to get sort of alpha and theta brain yep, waves yep. and time starts to be distorted. Yeah, and it's great because it, it just makes you realise how much you're always either watching the time or aware of the time oh, or, yeah. yeah, and then you just lose yourself and you're like, where did that time go? Because yeah. you're just... Yeah, um, I'm reading a book at the minute called The Eye of the Eye by Dr. David Hawkins. And, um, yeah, he was talking about if you want to have this state of bliss mm-hmm. and love and joy and everything, it can't be time-based. Yes. Yeah. It was so ruled by time yeah. that it's a thief of all this stuff. It's true. Because we're constantly so like, okay, we'll finish this this time, then I'm going to do that, and I'm doing this. Yeah, and always, always. We're robbed of the moment. Yeah, what time do I eat? What time do I train? What time do I do this? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, so, yeah, I started to do this breath. And um, I was doing the breath and getting into a bit of a rhythm with it. Mm-hmm. So you had my hands, you know, one on my chest, one on my stomach, just to get a feel for it. Yep. And then after a while, I was able to get into a rhythm where I could put them down, my hands by my side. And then, um, yeah, just sort of going deeper and deeper. My body was getting a hell of a lot of oxygen. So yeah. I was starting to get those tingles, starting to get that lightheaded feeling. Yeah. And um, you started off by having me focus a lot of attention down in the, the pit of the stomach. Yes. So start to try and move the energy yeah. around that area. Yeah, the emotions. Um, yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's sort of how I was feeling things starting to stir up a little bit. And then more attention started to shift to the chest mm-hmm. um, over however long, few minutes or that kind of thing. And obviously music's changing as well. And then this was about focusing on that heart center and trying to now open that mm-hmm. heart. And um, I have... Uh, quite a bit of, quite a bit, really tight thoracic yeah. spine, which is the back of my heart. Yes. And um, yeah, like even my chiropractor, they can't get it to move. Yeah. They're like, you have the most stubborn <laughs> yeah. thoracic I've ever worked with. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was focusing all my attention on that area where there's that tightness there. But I think mm. through this breath and starting to get out of the head, like all different parts of the body do start to open up. Yeah. Um, so I was starting to really, that was where I was starting to really get into it. And I was starting to feel the emotion a lot more because I, my intention was, you know, I've had, it's a very stressful period for me with stuff happening, business, home, all that mm-hmm. kind of jazz. And there feels like there is a quite a thick cloud around me of the minute, a very heavy kind of feeling, which yeah. brings with it feelings of depression and anxiety and stress yeah. and all, all of this stuff that we deal with. Um, so my intention was to sort of get, start to lift that um, a little bit or work with that, Mm -hmm. find out what it's about and that kind of thing. So it was really in that process of opening up that heart space and then the music changed (laughs) 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 just at the right time, which I found out wasn't by accident. No, it's it's planned. (laughs) It's planned. DJ um, planned that one. And um, then all the emotions started to come up for me. Mm. So just deep sadness yeah I, that's that's probably the best way i could label the emotion yeah coming from the back of my heart there mm. and and through and because of the breath things now able to move and um i just started bawling my eyes out yeah for uh, quite a few minutes there yeah <laughs> yeah which most people do so that's like normal yeah which was fantastic yeah you know i was saying to you straight afterwards i'm like I've going through this period right now with a lot of these feelings going on and i found myself the last month or so not being able to cry, yeah, like sort of, yeah. which I'm normally pretty good at these days at reaching in and finding, yeah. you know, some emotion to yeah. try and get out. Get but out. I just, I've been reaching in and haven't been able to find it. So, yeah. um, I think that was the culmination of, of all that stuff uh, yeah. coming out today, which yeah. was amazing. So good, yeah. So good. So you see that a lot of the time, yeah. Is emotion starting to come out? Yeah, absolutely. And it's a shame because um, I feel that's a really common theme is people. Um, 
can't cry. Like mm. they just can't find that place to cry. And then obviously I've done a lot of breath work now and as I was saying like TV ads or anything, I'm like crying. Yeah. It just opens, <laughs> I always say it opens that portal to just let you get the emotions. And, and now I just love a good cry. Yeah. And if I do breath work and I don't cry, I'm like, come on, you're, you're in there somewhere. <laughs> like know, you're, stop hiding. you're in there, get out. Um, Cause you feel so good after yeah. a really good cry. Like so good. It's just like that energetic release of sad, like, yeah, sadness in the body. Yeah, I mean, because it's obviously it's in there and just kind of bubbling under the surface mm. and we'll we'll stay busy or, you know, we'll have a couple of drinks or we'll just be on our phone or whatever yes. it is. distracting ourselves. Distracting yeah. ourselves and that yeah. stuff just bubbles away under the surface. Yeah. Um, and then I think it feels good afterwards because then that bubble's gone. Yes. So you feel lighter. Yeah, Which absolutely. I do. Yeah. I still feel a little bit lightheaded, to be honest. Oh, do so. you? <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> Just all the energy buzzing around. All of it buzzing around, yeah. So I had a really good cry um, for a few minutes there. Oh, that was the yelling. Yeah. Right, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So I, That was the anger. Yeah, so after breathing into this heart space, I had a cushion there, which I put over my face and just yeah. screamed. So good. Um, as loud as I could into yeah. that cushion. And, and everyone gets to do that, by the way. Yeah. Everyone gets to yell. And it's like, when was the last time you yelled <laughs> or screamed? It's important. Because so that, that along with the breath, get everything moves even more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just start to open everything up. So I think it was after that yelling that I started crying. Yeah, most people do, the, yeah. which is, yeah, it really opens that portal of, yeah, just the anger, whatever you're annoyed at. Yeah. Yeah, so then, um, yeah, beautiful cry for a while. And then uh, we had a bit of a laugh. Yeah. Uh, and then it was interesting because then after that release, the yelling and then the crying – all of a sudden I felt there was more room. Yeah, more space, I was going to say. Yeah yeah, 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 more space yeah. inside me. So all of a sudden the breathing, which I thought was kind of at capacity, like depth-wise, mm -hmm. became, you know, 30 40% deeper. Yeah, how good is it? You and feel it open up. Yeah. yeah. And then I had like a, a slight vision because I put the, the pillow back over my eyes again <laughs> and it was like a, like the, the like an old-school TV with the static, but not like the white static. It was kind of mainly this dark kind of static. Okay, um, yeah. and, and it had the feeling of that emotion going that there was this quite vastness uh, of space yeah. left behind that. Not in a bad way, but in actually in a good way. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, then the breathing, I felt like I was able to take in a lot more, breathe deeper. And then I started getting a lot of physical sensations. So that's when the, the hands started to um, claw. claw up a little yeah. bit. And I'm like, oh, these are really clawed up. Yeah. Like, I could not open these if I tried. And then I, I couldn't feel my arms or my legs and um, and just kept going within. Yeah, yeah. And just kept going. That's when you just keep going. Yeah. Yeah, and then afterwards that all just releases. You've got like that 10 minutes at the end and Savasana to just – it all comes back to normal. Yeah. yeah. And in that period, like I, think, I suppose because you're so charged full of oxygen, mm. I felt like I just I didn't need to breathe. Yeah. And I, there was probably times where I didn't take breaths yeah. for quite a while because yeah. you're just so charged and I'm like, it's, it's an interesting feeling when you don't feel like you need to breathe. Yeah. You're like, where am I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where am I right now? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. So it was like this journey of all of a sudden getting into the body and coming out of the head at the start and then... Um, build, like building up momentum, yeah. I guess, with yep. these working with these energies in the body. Then the yelling, so letting out that anger, then going into the crying, the deep sadness was mm -hmm. for me, letting that go, then coming out with this new expanded space yeah. uh, in me and mm -hmm. then breathing into that space, which yeah. really got me um, 
ox- oxygen hated. Hated, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, and then that, yeah, that last ten minutes of just really just laying there and just being, mm-hmm. yeah, with your body in yeah. a very altered state. To be honest, it's a very very altered state. Yeah, it's um, a psychedelic experience. Yeah, 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 I'd, yeah. hundred percent. I've is. done psychedelics that were less intense than that. Yes, so this is what people say. So a lot of the people we did the course with have done um, ayahuasca and I've personally not done it yet, but it's on the list. And they said that they can go deeper with breath work than they did with ayahuasca. But the way um, someone explained it, which I thought was amazing. So with psychedelics, you kind of go through the door, the door's locked, it's like deal with your shit. You're in there, but with the breath, it's like go in, but the door's open. You can come in and out as much as you want because yeah. it's your breath. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was such a good explanation. So it's like, well, it's my breath. I'm on the floor. I'm safe. Someone's right next to me. I can go as deep as I want with the breath. Yeah. So yeah, it's really, it really is psychedelic. That's yeah. a good explanation. Yeah, I loved I, I it. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I've done ayahuasca. I didn't have much. That was a more intense experience than that. Yeah. Um, but there were people in the group that I did it with who had a very intense experience. Yeah. But I think that is, it's kind of like, wow. Here's everything. Deal with it. Yeah. And yeah. Then a lot of people can walk away from that and go, I don't, I don't know what to do with that. Yes. Like I've yeah. been shown this information. It's sort of been thrust upon me. Now what do I... Yeah, because it's so intense. Yeah. So yeah. then what do, I, what do I then do with that? Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, I had a, a really, really good experience. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. How did you get into this stuff? Um. So I discovered it in Bali. Um. So when we were uh, managing a gym over there at the time and... We were just out like at a community table and asked one of the girls like, oh, what do you do? And she said, breathwork meditation. I was like, oh, what's that? And um, she she kind of explained it, but didn't give away too much because I mean, this stuff is so hard to explain really. Um, and I was like, cool, we're managing a gym. Let's set up a class. Like I do guided meditation every day. This would be amazing. And genuinely thought it would be standing up in a room with our eyes closed. <laughs> it was like the complete opposite. Um, so we set up the class and then just basically what we did there, set up music, right? This is how you breathe, lie down. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did the breath work and my hands were just clawed up and I was like, I'm bleeding. I must be bleeding. I was really hurting myself. And it's funny cause I've had a forearm injury for years and every physio every person I've been to are like we don't know what it is we don't know what it is we can't fix it and my arms thought like I thought they were going to blow off during Mm -hmm. the breath work and when everyone got up at the end I couldn't get off the floor like my arms were still so heavy um so I obviously asked her about that and your arms have got all your heart meridians in them right so it was all related to my heart and having like a broken heart um so I really just dove like straight into that and then the more breath work I did the more my arms released and they were just gone and I was like so this forearm injury has never actually been an injury it's been like trapped energy from like heartbreak and when I was like younger um so I just kind of injury yeah one one that's yeah very hard to measure yeah in western medicine absolutely and I'm like why do people not know about this why has no one ever said to me of you maybe energetically like looked at what's going on with your body and then I was just yeah I just loved it because my injury from years was disappearing (laughs) through my breath it was crazy (laughs) didn't make too much sense right no no so I just yeah I just did more and more and then more realizations come up and then it made me just realize why I am the person I am today and Mm -hmm. yeah just so many stories visions and then the more breath work you do the more this stuff comes up um and I just loved it because I'm like, I want to always work to be a better person. So it showed me a lot of my past 
stuff, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that was it. So I discovered it in Bali. Um, it blew my mind. And then I was just like, how can I do this course? And then I did like, they can you can do like an intensive six day course in New Mexico. And I just registered straight away. And yeah. that was it. Went you were to, in. I was in. <laughs> went to New Mexico, did the course. And that was a whole other life changing game as well. Um, and and that, what were you doing before that? Running a gym? Yeah, we were managing a gym in Bali. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've always been like a coach since I right. was... I think I was like 15 when I started working in a gym. So I've forever done gym work. Yeah. But I've always been interested in like self-help and the kind of spiritual world. But I've never had people around me that kind of, I've had a couple of people, but never had like a true group of people that accepted that. They're like, oh, she's a bit woo-woo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I love it. And now I'm like fully owning the woo-woo-ness. Yeah, you got to own it. <laughs> I do now. I'm like, I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was really a, a process of, self-awareness and releasing of these energies Mm -hmm. which is like something that really deep therapy should be able to accomplish yeah but you're accomplishing it with your breath yeah absolutely yeah yeah so i've done um yeah i just the sessions like one breathwork session just felt like a whole therapy session but i was like doing the therapy myself (laughs) so i was just like oh cool i can just like know everything myself it's so interesting i um had this experience when um i started doing work and you know got off drugs and everything it was only like the second or third time so i only recently been off drugs and i was doing diving deep so i got into different therapy and Mm. was seeing melissa and doing sort of the stuff that we do now but i I had this moment where i kind of came out of a session and i looked at her and i'm like we've got all the answers, don't we? Yes, yes. <laughs> She's like, yeah, because yeah. All, all the epiphanies and everything that comes up is just from me. Yeah. But I couldn't see it before. Yeah, same. Yeah. So that's what I always yeah. had this tagline written. It's like, the greatest therapist in the world is ourselves. Yeah. You've just got to realise that. Yeah, I love it as well, the um, take me to your healer. But your healer is like yourself. Look in the mirror. Yeah, it's <laughs> So that's you. why I think a great facilitator or therapist is is helping someone connect with that yeah 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 because it's a whole different energy when when like you're trying to tell someone to do something Mm. as opposed to them giving themselves that advice yeah it's very very different yeah i agree so yeah the realization that all the answers are within us but we just don't see that shit no no way that's what um it's even with like my forearms i'm like i've been a coach for years how have i never noticed this and how come all these experts so people can't see that it could be like something else like mm. where, where was the the missing thing like with the the energy and the body and and looking into maybe doing work with a physio but also energetically doing work with someone else yeah. like why can't that be a thing exactly yeah, yeah. it should be yes. yeah i think i think we're moving more in that direction yeah, you know definitely. with integrative medical clinics and that kind of thing and because we get too like just one or the other yeah because we're stuck in a paradigm for so long we're like you know like my parents like got an issue go to the doctor that's it like that's it but now like people understand there's definitely a time and place for a doctor but that's one option on the menu yeah and there's a whole heap of other shit and using them in conjunction with each other like you know people will come in here and say oh i'm also i'm seeing a psychologist as well like do i stop seeing them like no no or more hands on deck you know we're just doing we're doing different stuff yeah yeah it's not gonna interfere with each other yeah i think the more angles you attack something at the better i agree because i did um hypnotherapy for a while as well and that was like worked so well with breath work because it took me into like where I was as like a child like an inner child and then when I breathe I can really relate to my inner child more so she took me into that a lot deeper 
So now when I breathe, I can really like see my inner child and what she's doing. Yeah. 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 And I can really like sit with that little girl. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I can imagine they just work so well. Yeah. In conjunction yep. with each other. Yeah. It really did. So I totally agree with like, yeah, do everything. Do everything. <laughs> and then find the ones that you're like, that really like works for me. Yeah. Yeah. But especially I'm thinking like people with different traumas and that kind of thing, like the way to deal with a, a deep trauma is not like talking about it it doesn't work for yes. most people it's proven not to work like yeah. even you know cbt and psychologists will put their hands up and go yep we're no good with trauma yeah so it's, you have to get out of your head into your body yeah to start to release that stuff yeah and i think things like breath work hypnotherapy yes. like somatic experiencing there's a whole different um lot mm-hmm. can really help de- deal with that underlying stuff that's going on yeah i totally agree totally agree because when i did the hypnotherapy she took me back and she's like you realize you've got trauma and i'm like what because I thought trauma is like huge events like car crashes and just all these big events and I was like me trauma I was like no I don't and then she explained the way like the brain worked and how I've got like the systems just like shutting down and protecting me to make sure I don't get hurt again and then as soon as I was like wow and I really looked into trauma and then that's another thing I'm like well why is why do people not know that these tiny little things like heartbreak is classed as trauma yeah it's his, like it's trauma. Here's, here's a news flash for everyone listening. Yes, you're, you're all traumatized. You're all traumatized. <laughs> it's part of being human so is true. being traumatized. Yeah. yeah, like I the way I define trauma is it contains three components. So it contains one an event. So that's happening to us mm-hmm. all the time. Some sort of event happens in our in our yeah. world in our reality. Based on that event, we have a strong uh, neg- negative or heavy emotion attached. Mm-hmm. Could be guilt, shame, anger, fear, sadness, hurt, whatever it is that doesn't get deal with, yeah. dealt with because we didn't feel safe yes. to do that. Yeah. So we have a suppressed negative emotion. Because of that suppressed negative emotion, we create a limiting belief about ourselves. Mm-hmm. I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. I'm not worthy. I fear deep connection. Uh, I'm not worthy of love. You know, I don't trust men. I don't trust women. Yeah. All this stuff, right? Yeah. So trauma contains one of those three things. Yes, that can be a car crash. Yes, that can be sexual trauma. Mm-hmm. It can also be like, here's an example of a client I had a while ago. This is like, this is a trauma, right? Mm-hmm. You would look, if I described to you this event, just the event, you would go, oh yeah, that's nothing. Yeah. It's a trauma, right? So he's uh, in primary school and he always kind of looked up to his dad, always trying to impress his dad, yeah? yeah. With our parents, we're always trying to um, seek the love of one more than the other. Yeah. For guys, it's normally our dad. So yeah. we have to try, who do I have to be to get that love? Yeah. And um, so he's always trying to get his dad's approval. And this one day he went to school, went to primary school and he forgot his lunch. Right, they'd all been packed and everything, but he just forgot it. So his dad had to like go to work late or just leave work and bring it to mm. him. So I just sort of kind of go out of his way. So he brought the the lunch in, grabbed it. He's like, oh, okay, thanks, Dad. You know. Then he sat down at play lunch to have his sandwich, and he dropped the sandwich on the ground in the dirt. He was sitting just out of portable steps, and in that moment, he decided, I'm a constant disappointment to my father. Right, and from that wow. day forward, his whole life was about constantly trying to prove himself to his dad. To his so he dad, had, yeah. he was high up in the corporate world, had the family, the mansion. He was so depressed and stressed all the time because it was never enough. Yes, and his dad died like ten years ago. But all of his actions came from the energy. I have to impress him. I have to impress him. All because he dropped a sandwich. Yeah, right. So, yeah. so a, a guy in like grade four or something who dropped a sandwich. Normally not a trauma for most people, trauma for him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah? It's all like related to you at whatever whatever level. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So we've got this stuff to work with. So yeah, we're all traumatized at the end of the day. Yeah. So but go yeah, find no. your thing. <laughs> and yeah, heartbreak's a big one. 
Yeah. But then a lot of the time, a heartbreak can be the trauma, but then also that maybe it'll be bef- the trauma will be before, before that yeah. and then it's reinforced through our relationships yes. when we're older. Yeah, that was my cycle, yeah. 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 Crazy. So you did this uh, course in New Mexico, yeah, and then started come back and started practicing pretty much well, straight away. Well, no, I came back and I was like, "Where am I going to do this?" So I reached out to like a ton of yoga studios, and they all just were like, "No," but like in a nice way, like they're yeah. like, "Oh, we don't need that class," or "We don't know what it is," or whatever. Um, Maybe because they do a lot of like they do a lot of breathing in yoga, so probably yeah. that's the thing. When you say breath work, people just it's like hypnotherapist. Someone's like, mm. oh, I see a hypnotherapist. There's so many different types of hypnotherapy yeah, no. out oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the same yeah. with breath work. Oh, yeah, breath work. It's like, you know, that's compl- what we just did today. That's different to anything I've ever done. Yeah, and I've done so breath work in inverted commas. Yes, you know, so. yeah. That's why I say to people, it's like turning up at a gym, like Fitness First or Genesis and be like, oh, this is going to be the exact same workout that yeah. every single person is going to be doing in that yeah. gym. It's not. <laughs> um, yeah, so I reached out to them and they said no, which was fine. It was a blessing in disguise. It was just meant to be. Um, and I just started to look for rooms to rent, um, studios to rent. And I was working in a store and these building managers came into the store. And well, they were like, they introduced the building managers and then straight away I'm like, oh, hey, do you guys happen to have like a room or somewhere I could rent? Cause I'm trying to do this breathwork stuff. And they kind of both looked at each other and walked towards the reception desk. They're like, we have a shed. I'm like, a shed and I literally (laughs) I just don't know what happened I just locked the door to the shop like closed the shop went out the back of the store and there's this shed like it's big (laughs) it's it's not a tiny garden shed sitting out the back standalone in a secured area and he's like come in there was ladies in there with their dogs like just doing their office work um and they were like it's available at the end of the month and I was like I'll take it I just went in there and I was like this I'm a shed I always say that. I'm like, I am a shed. Like, I couldn't see myself in, like, a studio or anything anyway. Like, I yeah. wanted a really cool, unique space. Yeah. And I just got it. And that mm. was it. And then, So that's why it was a breathwork shed. It's actually yes. a shed. So I kept saying to Tom, I was like, oh, I'm terrible when it comes to... And this came up in my breathwork. Like, I'm such a perfectionist. Like, I wanted the shed to be the way I wanted it before I let people in. And yeah. then I wanted the name to be perfect. But I kept saying to Tom, like, oh, the breathwork shed. And I kept saying, I was like, oh, my God. I'm just going to call it the breathwork shed. (laughs) And that was it. Um, I might have been overthinking this a little bit. Massively, massively. But that comes up in my breathwork a lot. Just like letting go and stop being, nothing has to be perfect. Just get started and and do it. Um, And that was it. And then I just jump on Instagram, set up a page and went bang. Yeah. That was it. And then like all my clients, I think have come from Instagram and just me being like, yeah. And then word of mouth. Yeah. 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 Um, with that perfectionist thing. So you had that realization in a breathwork session. Yes. And because of that realization, you just said, fuck it, I've got to start doing this yeah. stuff. Yeah, well, I had to make money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I've got rent to pay. I'm like, do I just get people in and it's half done? Or, yeah. and I really wanted to do it because I'm like, I have this whole facilitator. I just did a whole course. I want people to do this work. Am I going to like hold off just because the place is not perfect? Yeah. Or am I just going to get, cause look, like you just did it in this room on the carpet. Like you don't need no, anything. No, you don't um, need the exact right Buddha statue and the exact no, right cushions. but I want them. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Wanting them is okay. Um, but this is something a lot of people struggle with. Yeah. It's like they, they want to 
step out and do something, but in their mind, it's never going to be good enough to start doing. No. So and then so that just leads to so much procrastination. Oh, it's it because you can honestly, spend if you if you had yeah if you hadn't committed and had to like pay the rent and that no. kind of thing, you could have procrastinated for six months or a year. Easy. 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 Like it's still. Um, I think I've been open just over two months, and it's still not even half done. Yeah. And it kills me, but at the same time, when I see people breathing in there, I'm just like, oh, this is amazing. Exactly. And they don't give a shit. They don't. They don't. They all love it. They're all like, yeah. this place is so nice. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, it's not even half finished. Yeah, in your head. <laughs> in my head. People remember how they feel. Yes. As opposed to the, the decor and yeah. how it's all meant to be. Yeah, I totally agree. Now, we, now I've realized that. <laughs> yeah. When, when we started this business like, about four years ago, and um, it was just me and, and Melissa. And this is one of the things I'll look back and I'm like, why the fuck did anyone come? Like, But at the time, we just didn't care about that stuff. We just got to do, do, do. So we, were, yeah. we weren't in this office here. We were down the road here in this tiny office. Like it was oh, part really? of a complex. Like my office right now that we're in, the whole like office before was probably just this room. Oh, really? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we called ourselves the Melbourne Center of Healing. Like just, <laughs> we're going large, right? And it was, like, it was like 70s and retro. And, um, and we... Uh, sublet off someone that kind of Mel half knew and we had no idea how we were going to pay the first month's rent. Yeah, we were like, yeah. No one knows about us, so uh, hopefully we make some sales so we can pay rent. Yeah. And um, I'm still going through that phase, so I totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so funny. I just We just started putting it out there, right, putting the word out there. And then we're lucky enough to have a um, uh, someone from the Herald Sun wanted to do a story on me and um, put it in the paper oh, and everything, right? Good. And I'm like, fuck, that's amazing. So, But then what happened? We uh, they they come out and recorded and took photos and I was getting this story set up. It was coming out in a week or two and and um, but we still weren't in the office because it got delayed by a couple of weeks. Oh no! And then the office got delayed one more week. So I was meant to be in the paper on the Sunday, and we hadn't didn't have an office yet. And so we're like, this is like really bad. <laughs> and then it got to the Saturday, the day before, and the guy who wrote the story called me up and he's like, mate. Got some bad news. I'm like, what is? You've been bumped from tomorrow's paper because it's uh, Ron Barassi's 80th birthday. So you're in next week. And I'm like, thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you, Ron. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And um, so we go in the office like that week. But like it was so funny. Like we had the following week the the article came out, but we still didn't have internet um, at the place. We're on our mobiles. And like it was a (laughs) fucking mess. Like there was shit everywhere. I know. And I feel people like people come I'm into like the Melbourne Centre of here. Like, yeah, like yeah. I want to go back to that office and just because it's it's funny for a laugh. Yeah. And um, but yeah, but then people come in, experience it, mm-hmm. and then you know, write it, literally leave us reviews. Like, I fucking love that place. Yes. And it's yeah. Like, I'm like, I had nothing to do with what it physically looked yes. like. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm literally going. It's so good to hear because I'm going through that phase right now, and I listen to people that start a business like on YouTube and stuff. And it's really funny because I'm like, oh my God, everyone starts the same. So it's like, why am I putting all this pressure on like, gotta get the rent, gotta like do this and do this. And with breathwork, it's not something I want to, I don't want it to be a selling thing. I'm like, if you feel called to do it, just come and do it. And everyone's like, when do I come back? I'm like, when you want to come back? Like, it's not something ideally I'd want to get out of my head at least once a week doing a big session, but that's me personally. Mm -hmm. But if you don't want to come once a week, don't come once a week. It's just like, come back when you want to sort Mm -hmm. of thing. Um, But it's so good to hear that people always, always start the same. And then at the other side of that, it's a shame to hear that people don't start because they think they've got to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah, they'll, you know, go to yeah. 
a um you know get the the right logo from a graphic designer yes. and yeah. um, all this stuff and everything looks pretty and ready to go but doesn't happen and that's yeah. when pe- a lot of people get caught up because it's it's very scary taking that leap yeah. to do it so you have to be I think you have to be really passionate and driven yes. and kind of a little bit silly obsessed <laughs> or obsessed yeah yeah to do it because <laughs> otherwise you're caught in the trap and I see it all the time it's people who they'll They've done their course. Everything's set up. They're ready to start seeing people. They're like, mm. I need to do another course. And they'll go and do another course. Oh, no. Just I'm ready do to go. It. No, I need to do another course. Yeah. And it just happens and they've got this nice fucking wall full of certificates and everything but aren't actually seeing anyone. Yeah. You need to – honestly – Because the thing is that the seeing people's everything. I was just going to say yeah. I have learned way more from doing breath work with people nonstop yep. than I have just like – obviously I learned everything on the course but then – like I can read people real like a lot better. I can see where the breath stuck. I can I can basically tell what they're gonna say at the end of a session because I've been doing it with them over and over and over again. Yeah. And I'm so glad I signed that lease to just jump straight in. Because you had to. Because I had to. You burnt the boats. Yeah. 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 So if anyone's like out there, just do it. Just, just do, do it. it. Just jump you in. Do, you, you just you learn everything in the doing. Yes, That's where it's I at. totally agree. You know, totally we have agree. like the the girls here when new therapist starts and we train them up in sort of our method and everything. Yeah. And then, but it's always the same thing. They're like, all right, you're going to start, we've done some practice sessions, we're going to start seeing some people. And they're like, I'm not ready. It's like, no, you're not. No. You're never going to be. Never, This ever. is how you get ready. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, and I remember when I did my very first group and I was like shitting myself. Yeah. And now I look back at it and I'm like, oh, it's just the same as how I do any other group. Like, what were you so scared about? Scared of the, uh, yeah, the unknown. Yeah. I think we always got this, I don't know if it's imposter syndrome or what it is, or but there's yeah. always this thing where we're like, people are going to think it's shit. I know. You know? And, and people why do we up, care? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, that comes from trauma. Yes. There you go. There you go. So the more you do, you work on your trauma, the less you care. Correct. Well, the less you care what other people think anyway. And that was that's definitely true. Yeah. Definitely. What are some of the things you've learned about people doing this work? Um, pretty much. So, well, when we did the breathwork course, they said that energetically you'll attract people just like you. Um, and I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, didn't go with it. But all I've been attracting is people that are so similar yeah. to me. And I'm like, oh my God. It's just like, bring it all up. So in terms of learning about people, I probably learned more stuff about what's similar, like going on with me. It's just amazing how you attract people in your life that's meant to help you or yeah. guide you or show you or teach you a lesson. Um, but yeah, everyone is just, I've learned are scared like what other people think like that's a really big one and self-worth like no one has self-worth it's really sad um and that comes up a lot in breath work um and obviously parent stuff is huge like how they were brought up and like you said who they're trying to impress their mum or their dad um and boundaries boundaries Mm -hmm. i'm really digging deep into that because that comes up a lot in my family life so yeah so that's as in in lack of yeah mine's was lack of and but i'm noticing a lot come up with breath work with people as well just like trying to impress family or friends and it's like well like whether they're fam whether they're blood or not like i was always brought up being like that's your family that's your family you should always put them first to do this and it's like doing breathwork it's like well no if they're not making me mm. feel good or contributing to the things i like 
you can put up a boundary. Um, and I follow, I don't know if you've heard of the holistic psychologist on Instagram. Yeah, she's blowing oh up at the minute. So she put up a thing about boundaries and that one post just gave me permission to put up boundaries. Um, although it kept coming up in the breath work, but now I'm seeing it everywhere with people yeah. is no one has that, boundaries. That's um, a big part of her story. Yes. With um, shutting out her, both parents, both I think, parents, and not yeah. talking to them. Yeah. Just, yeah, and her sister, I think, as well. Yeah, I mean, it's just the end of the day, like, what's best for my mental health? Yeah, I know? totally agree. And I that was, like, a huge shift in my thing as well. Yeah. It happens. Crazy. You can see it on a... I think the physical stuff we can see more. Like you're talking about your arm, it was hard to see. They couldn't come up with a physical reason why because mm. um, there's so much this mental and emotional stuff happening underneath. You see a lot with like families. So, you know, say a family is overweight and the whole family overweight. Mm-hmm. So this thing that's come down through generations yep, and that blah, yep. blah, blah. And then, you know, one of the kids moves to the city or whatever and start a new life and they lose all this weight and then they go back to the family and they start kind of, getting picked on a bit for being the skinny one and then that guilt and shame and not feeling accepted by their family leads them to putting the weight back Back on on, now that happens but with emotional stuff all the time in families yeah yeah all this stuff happens under the surface and we go back and all these old emotions come up and Mm -hmm. it can be detrimental to our mental health yeah massively people there's like a group belief that like your family's everything no matter what you're Mm. around your family and that kind of thing but yeah for for a lot of people it's not the case no absolutely and when you start um healing yourself like you're gonna heal the next generation of your family like do you know what i mean like you're gonna stop whatever has been going on in your family like that trauma chain or that link you're gonna help that yeah which is yeah amazing yeah it it heals both ways yeah um which is so good like someone will come in here maybe and they'll see the patterns like oh fuck I'm doing starting to do this to my kids and it's come and it's like yeah but and I get down and I'm like no but but how good is this because when you heal this you get to stop that this could have been going on for fuck 10 20 generations and it takes someone very strong and powerful to be able to go through that process of breaking that chain yeah it takes the black sheep of the family yeah. to stop it yeah, always yeah. I always say that so if you're the black sheep of your family you'll you'll heal yeah. <laughs> you'll heal the next the next generation I did a um, family constellations workshop a couple of months ago nice um, which is all about uh, generational mm. trauma and baggage and that kind of Love thing it. and the um one of the things you start off with just as a visual, um, it's like you have people lined up and you're all facing the same way, but you're in a, in a line and um, you're all holding like a sandbag. Mm-hmm. And it starts off with like, and you're at the back and it might have, you know, your your parents, your great-grandparents, your great-great-grandparents. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they've gone through their life, the great-great-grandparents, and they turn around and give the sandbag to your grandparents. And now they've got two. Yeah. And then they go through their life, then turn around. And then now your parents have three bags. Yeah. And they turn around and now you've got four. So you're yeah. carrying all this undealt with trauma and emotional baggage and all this stuff from all these generations that's kind of been lumped on you and so then you go about going around and giving it back to each one and keeping yours because you've got to deal with your shit but it's being able to let go of a lot of this stuff that wasn't yours it was just handed down yeah yeah it's so true and doing that with compassion yeah yeah Yeah, like being easy on yourself as well yeah just say up like dad or grand or whatever I love you but this this isn't mine yes yeah, I'm going to give this back to, to you with, with love and compassion yeah I'm going to deal with my little sandbag yeah or big sandbag yeah yeah <laughs> however much load there is in that sandbag yeah and, and everyone has a sandbag everyone's got a sandbag everyone has one yeah 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 crazy yeah love it <laughs> what other practices do you do apart from breath work just breath work for now but I've been um 
looking into doing like Reiki sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something I really want to like dive into. And then just for myself, I do like heaps of guided meditation and love training and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. Reiki could incorporate with that. 100%. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm desperate. I think that kind of just leads into that. So I really want to do that. Yeah. 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 That being said, I mean, a lot, the Reiki would be good, but so much around like what you do is being able to hold space. Yeah. And, yeah. and you're very good at holding space. Thanks. Yeah. That's why I was able to like, <laughs> it's so important like to feel safe, mm-hmm. to be able to let these emotions come up. Yeah. Because there's a reason why we push emotions down because we don't think it's socially safe. acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. So we push down. So to feel safe is very, very important. So yeah big grown men like me can ball their eyes out on the yeah, floor of their office <laughs> that's so true so true that's what my idea is with the shed is just to make it such like a safe container where everyone can just feel like they can come and cry and laugh and it's working so far so yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a place yeah the people come, people come in here and they'll start talking. Maybe the first time they've come in, they start crying. Like, I'm sorry. I'm like, don't apologize. Oh God, we got, this is the emotion house. Yes. Right? When people say sorry, out. I'm like, oh, don't say sorry. Or for the way they look when they breathe. I'm like, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, there's like, or they'll tell like a realization or something. Like sometimes um, like spirits, like a past grandma or granddad or family will come in when they're breathing and they're like look i'm gonna say something really weird i'm like nothing is weird in here (laughs) i'm like just say whatever or they see like colors or visions or they're in a field i'm like that's normal in here. Yeah, that's the good stuff too. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I bet whenever you hear that, you're like, oh, good, this is yeah, good. We've got yeah. some good stuff here. Yeah, I'm like, nothing <laughs> is weird. So they apologize before they say like, because yeah, yeah, why do people think that that side of stuff is not okay to talk about? It's still okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it should be the norm. Yeah. What are the, what are the plans for the breath workshop? What do you what do you see like moving forward? Um, like what kind of classes do you run there? Is it like group and individual? Yeah, so I do group, individual, and I can do virtual as well because obviously you just you get the feelings. Um, so yeah, I've got group classes on every night. Um, so we've just been on for two months, but I've been getting so many messages being like, can you do other times with the other times? So I'm in the process of like shuffling up the timetable. Um, yeah, and I just want to get as many people doing breath work as possible. So just hold lots of group classes. Probably going to do some workshops like myself and Tom, because obviously Tom does counselling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really want to hold classes that we do like vision boards and manifesting, you know, like all the fun stuff that yeah. people do on their own. But I'm like, now nah, let's get a group of people and just all get together and yeah. do like stuff like that. So that's just... Um, that's so funny. We did a workshop here. It was literally oh, called you? Vision Board and Manifesting. Oh, I <laughs> Yeah. I we think just, that stuff's so fun. We just had some fair past clients come in and we had like colour printers and stuff and we're, we did meditation to kind of have Set them bring up, up what yeah, they're yeah, sort yeah. of wanting and yeah. visualising wow. and then Googling and printing off different things. Yeah. And, yeah. Have you heard from any of them? Like is any of them, any of their oh, visions? Oh, yeah. It does... All the time, not just with that. Like we do future work as well. Yeah, future journaling. Um, yeah, well, more like visualization. So yeah. like trance state, we'll do work from the past, obviously, but then towards the end of the program, you know, what does the future look like? Yeah. And they'll, they'll associate, you know, six months or five mm-hmm. years in the future and this is where I am, this is what's happening, this is the emotion and, um, yeah, time and time again. Yeah, it's so Time good. and time again. I love it because we're at the stage, me and Tom do it together and we always discuss it, like what's the goal? And we've just, we have like an ideal day and that's like our what we've been working on for ages. But we've literally just got to our ideal day and now we're like, 
shit, what next? And we're, my, we've climbed Everest, where do we go now? Literally. So we're both like, uh, we need to go bigger because we've got to exactly where we want to be. Yeah. It's really funny. And we're like, oh God, now we're, we're stuck. Like, yeah, just the goalpost change. Yeah. So now we're we're actually in the process of, of planning like something else. But my ideal goal is to have a breathwork shed in Melbourne and Byron Bay because mm-hmm. I will always want to move to Byron Bay. So yep. that'll be shed number two. Yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and how people in Byron Bay will love it. <laughs> they, would they would definitely love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, how do you find the group classes, like the energy with a bunch oh, of people in the room? It's so different, mm-hmm. so different. So the more people, the better. Um, and it's just really intense. Like if you're in a room with people, um, say there was like 10 people in a room and like five of them are bawling their eyes out. Like could you imagine what that's doing for your emotions? Like if you struggle to cry, it will help you cry. Yeah. Um, and the yeah, group it gives you permission, right? Yeah, and the group um, laughter. You know, how you fake laugh. Yeah. Oh God. Well, when someone fake laughs or someone snorts, it just goes off. Yeah. Like it's cra- it's great. It's not like a thing. Is it's not like laughter therapy a thing where you get yeah. in a circle and just all start pissing yeah. yourselves yes. and then you all forget what you're laughing about. You're yeah, just laughing just that you're all laughing. laughing. At laughing. <laughs> yeah. So that can go on for ages, which is so fun. Um, yeah, and just the group energies, like, I love it. I just thrive off it. Yeah, yeah. I really love it. But then I love one-on-ones as well because you can get really deep, like super deep into it and you can be there and you can see see the, the, the movement of the energy. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, groups are fun. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, I really love it. Yeah. Is there any other uh, maybe books or resources or tools or anything you mentioned the holistic psychologist follow her on instagram oh she's God, really good have to follow her she's so good yeah and um, body keeps the score you read Essel that Colk. yes yep. so tom read that first and this is what frustrates me he reads a book but reads it to me and then he's like you gotta read it i'm yeah. like mate you've just read me the whole bloody book so i'm actually struggling to get through it but what i've read so far is amazing yeah um and then I just love all the man, Dr. Joe Dispenza. I'm like obsessed with his yeah. um, YouTube. So I find him on any podcast and just listen to it in my yeah, car. Yeah, he's fantastic. So good. Have you been to a workshop? Sorry? Have you been to one of his no, workshops? No, it's a goal. That's it's me goal. too. We'll, we'll book it next time yes. he's out. Because he doesn't come to Melbourne. He normally, uh, I think he does one day events in Melbourne, but his four day workshop, which I'm interested in. Yeah. I think he just comes to the Gold Coast. Right. Um, when he comes to Australia. And that's sort of Yeah. It. I've just heard though on a recent podcast, he stopped doing four day ones. He's only doing seven day ones now because he feels that people get all the results after four days, but then they've got three days of being like, what do I do with it? Right. So okay. he's, I think he's extended them to seven days, wow. which would be amazing. Yeah. Um, so I love his stuff. So I've read his books as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's, um, yeah. He's got a bunch of books. There's one, uh, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a chapter in that called The Gap. And I think like everyone should read that chapter. Oh, really? In the world. Yeah. yeah okay. He speaks about how there's this, there's a gap between who this, who we show to the world. That's who yeah. everyone sees us and describes us as. Yeah. Like, oh, it's Ryan. Yeah, he's positive. He's happy, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Then there's who we really are. And there's a gap between those two. And the wider that gap becomes, the more trouble we get into because we become addicted to the person we show to the world and yeah. really despise who we really are. And then he's like, well, how do you know who you really are? And he's like, go sit in a room by yourself, yeah. no distractions yeah. and wait. And whatever comes up is who you truly are yeah. at that moment. So if you've got sadness comes up or guilt comes up or fear mm. comes up, that's what you've got going on. Yeah. right. And you've got to deal with that stuff. Yeah. And so the process of a, I suppose healing or self-improvement is just narrowing that gap, the gap. yeah and he said it. that's where like a lot of 
performers get in trouble. So, you know, the classic rock star. So on stage he's like this character and everything. Yeah. And then falls into the, you know, trouble of drugs, alcohol, girls, all that kind of stuff. Because who he really is is so, so different to who he shows to the the world. So there's a um, dissociation between those two. Yeah, because everyone just puts on this front. It's like, be yourself. Yeah. (laughs) But it was like, who's that? Yeah. Because when you say be yourself, everyone's like, oh, that's who people like me to be. Like me, yeah. But it's not. No. That's it's, not who you really it's are. It's funny you said that sit in a room because um, when I experienced my very first ever panic attack, I was sitting in a room by myself mm. because I was I was depressed. I had no idea. I didn't think I was there was I just thought I was normal. Me, yeah. whatever, doing my meditation, beach walks, in Bali, living the life. And I was so depressed. But Tom came home one night and he's like, oh, how was your day? And I was like, yeah, great. I was like, it was so funny. I was just like lying in the room and I had this really funny turn. <laughs> this is why I, this it. Is what I called it. And he went, okay. And obviously Tom's had a million panic attacks and yeah. like just loves this shit. And he's like, oh, do you want to just like sit down a minute and we'll just like talk through? I'm like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, this is just typical Tom wants to talk through every little thing. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, he's like, right, explain to me what happened. Then I told him, he's like, okay, you do realize you had a panic attack. And I'm like, that's a panic attack. I was like, what? Because I had to get out of the villa and like pace. I had yeah. to pace up and down until it went away. The feeling went away. But when he told me- Tom wasn't just gonna let that one slide. Oh God, no. But he's like, imagine <laughs> you didn't tell me. Cause sometimes I just deal with stuff myself. Yep. That's like another big issue. I'm like independent women, yep. worst ever. Um, yeah, I had it. And then after he told me that's what it was, I literally would have like a million a day panic attacks. Wow. Yeah, yep. it just heaps. Um, but that shouldn't let anyone scare anyone from sitting in a room by yourself. Like, but it's true. That's, and if I didn't sit in that room by myself and let that come yeah. up, like what, I had no idea what would have happened. That's like it. what would have happened? So it continues to bubble under the surface. Yeah. So people, people won't do that because no. yeah, they're worried about what will come up. Yeah. Like I talk about like we do float tanks as part of the program oh and God, the you best. explain a float tank and a lot of people are like, oh shit, I couldn't do that. I know. That freaks me out. Yeah. What freaks you out? Yeah. We just gotta walk. You gotta be in there like alone with your thoughts. Yes. Yeah. A psychologist said I that couldn't to me do once. That. I can do that. Be a lot. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> What's your job? <laughs> um, I love them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but, I, but I get it. Like, I remember years scary. ago before, like, I started, this before, yeah, this is years ago, but I was starting to get a little bit into self improvements. So I was reading a few books and mm. then I read about meditation. It's gonna be like seven or eight years ago. And I'm like, oh, meditation, all right, I'm going to give that a go. Like, sounds like, you know, a lot of these people trying to be successful are doing that. Yeah. And, like, this was back when I was just not in touch with my emotions. I was, like, I would get home from work and immediately put, like, TVs on and shit, not even watching them because I needed, needed noise. noise. I yes. couldn't. I couldn't get still. Yeah, I know. And so like I remember that. I'm like, all right, no one was home. Like, all right, I'm going to turn all the TVs off. I went and sat in the back room, like, tried to get comfy. After about, like, 20 seconds, I was like, Fuck this, and then I go up and turn everything <laughs> back on, and that yeah. was my that was my try at meditation right wow. then. Wow, and twenty seconds feels like three five minutes, like it's crazy because you're yeah. like that's twenty seconds. That's well, crazy. just all my anxiety comes up, and people just go, oh, you know, I just I just get a bit, I have a turn, I just feel um, a little, you know, I feel a bit, you know, on edge or agitated. I'm like, you're anxious. Yeah. No, I'm not anxious. I'm just, yeah. I'm just, no, you're anxious. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's so true. It really is true. Yes, yeah, so like, and it does, because everyone just sits on their phone. Really, it's like you're bored on your phone. Like you're always distracted. Yeah, always. But this is why breathwork is perfect for people who say, oh, "I can't meditate." 
because mm. you're doing, like you're doing the breath the it's whole active. time and you're listening to music, but at the same time, you're actually just getting out of your head. Yeah. 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 It's an active meditation. So it's perfect for people who are like, I can't meditate. I don't know how to meditate. It's not, it's not meditating, it's breath work. Mm-hmm. Come and do it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. And someone's like to me, oh, you should take out the word healing because, you know, healing's like the bit of like, you know, might scare people away. I'm like, well, fuck, I don't want those people in the shed. I want yeah. people that want to do breath work, meditation, healing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that like what it says? You have yeah, to, that's yeah. the actual, the full title of it is breath work, meditation, healing. I'm like, yeah. I'm not taking that out. It is healing. You're yeah. healing your trauma and you're bringing up your shit and you're dealing with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah people have a, yeah, I think it's fine. Oh, people say that to me like, oh, you really went for it to saying the word healing. I'm like, yeah. Absolutely, but that's you, isn't it? Like this is this would be the per like if I didn't say healing, I'd be putting on that front that everyone wants to see. Yeah, do you know what I mean? That's right. So yeah. I've got to be do authentic. It. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I've got to do that because that's who I am. I love healing, yeah. self help, all that stuff. I absolutely love it. And the more and more I put it out there, the more people come to the shed. So yeah. I just keep doing it because that's what happens. Because I feel like you get rewarded for being yourself. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like good shit happens when you start to be who you truly are. And yeah. some people don't like it. <laughs> no, that's okay. But whatever. Then that makes space for the new yeah. people that do like it. Yeah, because, I mean, you're living... We, we carry a belief that everyone's got to like us. Yeah. And that's... it's And I'm guilty of this. But it's so irrational. Yeah. I, I listened to this audiobook recently and they were talking about, like, not living in reality and, like, saying if you're driving on the roads and you're getting angry, like a bit of road rage or just angry at other people in the car, it's like you believe in a world where there's no issues on the road and you never get held up. <laughs> so you're not believing in reality. It's so true. <laughs> and I'm so guilty of road rage. I think it's the I only am. thing. But then part of me likes it. I actually like, it's like my excuse to get really, really angry, but I try not to let that person see. And then I start screaming yeah. like, what's up? Like, Sorry, I'm just releasing my suppressed <laughs> anger. Literally. <laughs> I didn't have a pillow with me. Yeah, and Tom's like, you're insane in the car. And I'm like, I just like it. It's really bad. <laughs> But I try not to let them see. I'm like, oh, yeah. I just want to be really angry, but not at them just because I need an excuse you need to be like angry. A, you need like really, really tinted windows or something. Yeah, I think mine are yeah. actually because I always say to them, like, can you just double check that you can see in my windows? <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. So, yeah, I have my road rage, but it's to myself. Yeah. And, I, <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so we believe in a world where everyone has to like us. And then I think, I think the reward for being ourselves is because I think we can we've got kind of good bullshit detectors as humans like better than we give ourselves credit for oh, so when you speak absolutely. when you speak to someone who is authentic you mightn't have that thought like this person's being authentic I'm going to be nicer to them or you know whatever yeah. it's just you feel more drawn to them yeah because you, you feel that authenticity yeah. yeah and you can relate to them yeah 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 and then also we get then we get worried about being ourselves because we fear judgment because you know if I'm just you know, putting on an act or whatever. Mm. And if someone doesn't like me, I can just say, oh, it's not the real me anyway. But yeah. if I'm like owning this is the real me and someone doesn't like me, we're so scared of that. Yeah. We have nowhere to run then. Yeah. But, no, but when we are, we do be authentic, that thing that we fear 99% of the time, we get the opposite. Mm-hmm. We get people going, you know, throwing their arms around you yeah. and, you know, loving it. So yeah. we're like, kind of positive reinforcement. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same. Um, I actually said it to Tom this morning. Um, the more stuff I put out on like social media about what I've been through or just me sharing my story, I get so many messages being like, thanks for sharing, thanks for sharing, I can totally relate. 
Um, but I like, I say to Tom, like people, yeah, you can relate, but it's like, don't dwell on that stuff. Like yeah. go do stuff about it. Like, yeah, great, cool, you can relate, but like, what are you doing about it? Yeah. Like. Yeah, that's, um, that's yeah, it's a whole other topic. I know. We've got a. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's, it's hard, cause it is. Like people can relate, but it's like, what are you doing now? Yeah. We've got like a group that we have, which I don't really go in now. It's, it's a very good group. It's like a ICE support network so people like you know parents or partners of people yeah, okay. who are nice at it so it's like a support group yeah. that Melissa started and it's got like heaps and we haven't done anything to promote it but there's heaps of members there's like oh, wow. posts will get like 50 comments and everyone trying to help oh each other God, that's so good it is good but <laughs> I go in there and I see exactly what you're talking about it yeah. up about all these people will have an issue and want to complain to each other and talk about their issue. As soon uh, as someone gives them a solution, hey, blah, 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 you should try this, this, and yeah. this. Crickets. Yeah. Oh, no one wants to hear it. Yeah. No one wants yeah. to solution or no one no. wants to own that they can do something. It's just the other person's fault and they should change. Yeah. I'm going to complain about it until they change. So. Yeah. Because I'm all about that. Like, I love reading people's stories. But at the same time, I'm like, I want to hear the story, but what you're doing right now about it or what's yeah. happening. Or if people are like, like I said to you, when should I do breath work? I'm like, whatever came up in that session, deal with that shit or start dealing with it and then come back and do another session so you don't get the same session every time. Because every single session is different, I feel, when you start dealing with your shit. Yeah. So whatever came up, deal with it. It's like I did a session last night and it came up about grieving for my grandma who passed away, I think like three years ago now. And I've clearly not grieved that properly because why would it come up so I said to Tom I'm like I just really need to like sit with that yeah. and really just let it all out because I was going through other shit at that time when she passed away mm-hmm. so I just it came up in breathwork that you've not dealt with it you've still got that sadness in Makes there total sense yeah yeah so now I'm gonna go deal with it yeah that's, I'm not dealing with it work on it well, that's the work yes. it is work yeah, yeah. people want to skip that bit Oh, of course. Yeah, they'll get the awareness mm. and then go, all right, what's the next thing? So hang on, you got the awareness of this. Have you fully worked with yes. it before you go to the next thing? I listened yeah. to this, I remember who it was, I to a podcast and this guy, he would go and do ayahuasca all the time and that kind of jazz and he went and it said the main lessons were you got to start doing yoga, do something with your diet and then, I don't know, speak to your dad, whatever it was. Mm. And then he, he went back and they, and they kept giving him the same message like mm-hmm. four times in a row. And in the end, he was like, I never fucking did it. <laughs> so oh my like, god! He didn't want to do that stuff. He's, he's like, like, "That's not right." Yeah, he's like, "Nah, nah, nah." It's something. It's, it must. It's childhood trauma, right? But then oh, he went back again, and his message was, "Yeah, start doing yoga, start yeah. doing alter your diet, and start taking taking your dad." Nah, nah, it's not that. It's not that. It's but the same it's, as breath work. Do the work. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> do the work, yeah. and like journal about it, write what came up, and they start working on it. Yeah. Is there any um like really simple breathing techniques that people could do at home um i mean you could i don't i'm actually i'm actually in the process of gonna i'm gonna put out like a youtube thing so people can follow along because i mean the max you could probably do that yourself is i think they say seven minutes because obviously anymore it's like you can go too deep and just get lost in it Mm. um and it's good to have someone guiding you and telling you what's going on so you feel safe so you can let go yeah Um, what even just like what about just practicing breathing into the belly I would definitely do deep breaths into the belly. Yeah. Like I would just practice practice belly breathing as much as you can, like yeah. really deep ones. And I always find the best place to do it is in the car because yeah. you're stuck in the car. Like just do it 
Yeah. And dry, they say dry, actually Joe Dispenza says that driving is like a meditation because your mind has to be on the road. So it's yeah. off whatever's going on in your head normally. Normally. Yeah. 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 They can even put a you know, hand on the belly and just take a few breaths and see what's going on. Yeah. Because most people are very shallow in the chest, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, heaps. Yeah. yeah. And I always, I can always see it. Most people yeah. are really stuck up there. Yeah. But if you can breathe, but mouth open. Mouth open through, like in through the mouth, deep into the belly. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's good for me because I'm a mouth breather. Yeah, yeah, are you? I'm not. I know there's a lot of science about you should be nose breathing, but yeah, I have a lot of trouble with it. Really? Got, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just the way, I, I think a lot of the times that they have researchers are kids who are bottle fed as opposed to breastfed. The palate doesn't quite develop properly. So when I breathe through my nose, I don't feel like I can get enough oxygen. Yeah. So say I started, you know, I've practiced like just on the commute from work to here. So I'm like consciously, because if unconsciously, I'll just breathe through my mouth. Consciously, um, you know, like on the commute, I'll just like, like the whole time, I'm just going to breathe through the nose. After yeah. a couple of minutes, I literally start to kind of panic because I'm like, I'm not getting enough oxygen. Yeah. So I'll have to like take oh, a big really? breath through the mouth. Yeah. Wow. Which isn't good. Like, I know it's better to breathe through your nose when you sleep as well. So I've been looking into like mouth tape and that kind of stuff. Do you snore? Um, not generally, only after yeah. a couple of beers. <laughs> like most people. <laughs> yeah. 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 But sometimes a little bit, yeah, but not, it's mainly just mouth open and just yeah through the mouth. See, since I've done breath work, I breathe way more through my mouth and I want to. I'm like, I want to get that oxygen into my yeah. belly all the time. Yeah. So I'm like really aware of it. I'll, I'll normally sit with my hand on my belly to make sure I'm really breathing in there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so good for um, like people that hold a lot of like fat around your belly. Like it can actually really shift that as well. Cause that's mm -hmm. like a protection layer protecting yeah. your body. Well, so there's the reason to do it. <laughs> Wait, suddenly got everyone's attention. Could you right imagine? Then. <laughs> <Bing>. <laughs> People queuing up at the door, but it does. It definitely shifts that protective layer. Cause that's mm -hmm. what your body does. It holds on to stuff. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. That's why you get injured. Yeah. So true. This yeah. has been fun. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Where can people follow you? What's the Instagram page? Um, it's at the breath. Well, it's at the dot breathwork dot shed. Yep. Breathwork. I don't think there's another breathwork shed in the world. So just type you in the, bre the breathwork shed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So check that out if you're interested. Um, yeah. DM uh, Siobhan if yeah. you have any questions or Absolutely. that kind of jazz. Any questions. Yeah. I'm so open for people messaging me for questions. Yeah. yeah definitely. And, um, yeah. I can't recommend it highly enough. I just Yay. had a great cry, a great release. Yes. And I'm feeling good. So yeah, I encourage people to check it out. Breathwork, very, very powerful. Yes, it is. I love it. Love awesome. it. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Siobhan. Thank you. All right. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace out. Thank you for tuning into the Woke Blokes podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe to the show. Also leave us a five-star rating. We thank you so much and we'll see you all next time.